church All right. but we're not talking about the church building we talk about the church that we are one of the things about the church that seems to diminish within us All right. is God says that we're supposed to be a light But many things come into our lives that make our life either grow dim or almost out. But Jesus, the architect, All right. the, 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 the person that shapes the church, says, let me tell you what you're supposed to look like and what you're supposed to be. I'm not through with you yet. But yet it shall come to pass. He says to us that we are God's lampstand. He didn't say lampshade. He didn't say just a lamp. He said you are lampstand. That you sit in the midst of darkness. And you illuminate his marvelous light. That you bring forth into a world what light is supposed to be. Okay. You was once dark, but now the light shines within you. So we should be running around singing and saying, let my light shine. So that all the world can know who we are. We are God's lampstand. And he says in the book of Revelation, he says, the mystery of Revelation 1 and 20, of the seven stars which you saw in my hand, and the golden lampstand, the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands which you saw are the seven churches. What God is saying as a lampstand is also representing the church that's in you. It's not misfall radiating at night on where people can see. It's the misfall that's in you. That no matter where you go, in light or in day or in night, God's glorious radiation should be radiating out of you. But I want to take us back a little bit further because I think what makes us not have a lampstand attitude is something that even Jesus had to deal with John about. He says in verse 17, John said, when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. But he laid his right hand on me, saying, do not be afraid. I am the first and I am the last. And he said, then, I am 
be on. Somebody and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. He says, I have the keys of Hades and of death. Write these things which you have seen and the things which they are and the things which will take place after this. And what took place was he said the stars is in my right hand and the golden lampstands is in my left. The stars of the angels protecting my church and the lampstands is the light that's in this world. You may be seated. What John is trying to describe to us in the apocalyptic literature of Revelation is a language that we, we are trying to discern. But yet, it's a language that gives us a sign of what God is really trying to let you know. See, the language that John is describing right. is language that he didn't quite understand what he saw. Okay. But he only can put it in the terms of which he can see. Right. Sometimes you got to let God's word read, think you, uh -huh. and reveal to you what God is trying to say. Yes. See, the problem today is the church back then was under tremendous persecution. And John was in exile. And he was sitting there dealing with his own faith issues. And then <coughs> John was attacked. Oh, somebody see. See, 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 see. See, y'all think darkness just hang out. But sometimes Darkness will attack you. Uh -huh. And it'll come upon you. Where you don't even know you're dealing with the forces of darkness. But John was dealing with the forces of darkness. But yet Jesus was his friend and came to him and said, Don't you get so despaired about what's going on to my churches. But I want you to know that they are in the palm of mine. One is on the left. And one is on the right. And I want you to understand that despite what they got to suffer and go through, I have them in mind. And nothing shall overcome. See, the, ch the church is a precious lampstand. So if the church is in you, you are a precious lampstand. And I was thinking about a lampstand. And I was thinking about some of the most precious lampstands that I've seen. Like when I was down in Georgia, and you go through Savannah or cities like that, that or, or even in St. Peter, Florida, and you're driving down the street. These are, see, normally you look at the, the, the street lights that's on Kellogg, you really don't pay attention because they look plain. But these are architecturally constructed. All right. Yeah. Where they catch your attention. Yeah, 
And by catching your attention, all of a sudden, when you look up, the light starts to get your attention. Not only is the light pretty, but the last sand is gorgeous. And you start to revere what they sit on and what they represent. In my travels around the world, I've seen many different lampstands that sit and catch your attention. God is saying to us in that metaphoric way, you are the same as that. That if they look at you, you're going to draw their attention. Because you're going to look a little bit different. You're not going to be ordinary like the rest of them. There's going to be something about you that draws their attention. And by being a lampstand, not only are you architecturally going to be constructed with beauty, but you're going to have a light that's going to shine and radiate in their life. Because when we understand that you're in a world that's full of darkness. Yes. See, when you look up in the sky, you see the stars, yeah. but they so far away that they twinkle at you. They bigger than the sun that you admire, but yet they so far away that they look like little dots in the midst of vast darkness. And you marvel at them and you wonder, but they so huge that yet they look so small. Yeah. But you the same type of star in a world that's full of darkness. That you are a star that is a twinkling that they are looking at and wondering how does it look and what it's supposed to look like. But in the vastness of the darkness, you are still a light that is going to be shining in people's lives. But we got some issues. First of all, when we think about darkness, we have some misconceptions of it. First of all, we think darkness is just being black and it's just there. But let me help you understand why God put the church in you. Because God wants to take that light and shine it on your ignorance. Because that's darkness. See, ignorance brings forth darkness. And he's saying, you want to be ignorant of me. But yet I came in your life that my light can shine and shine you into the truth of who I am and who I have called you to be. God says darkness hits you because failure keeps coming into your life. Well, I'm here to erase the failure that's in your life because those that is in me don't fail. They have great victories and they become overcomers. But as long as failure dominates your life, then darkness is starting to surround what God is trying to get rid of. Darkness is in confusion. It's in despair. It's in loneliness. It's in fear. It's in disappointment. And it's in death. That's why you got to be careful of what kind of darkness you dealing with in your life. Amen. Because see, if you let fear be your prominent way of dealing with things, then all you're doing is entertaining darkness in your life. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, fear and these things are natural to man, but they're not natural to the Holy Ghost field believer that got faith in Jesus Christ, nor that they got a lampstand and that he's there to make them stand out 
and walk in the ways of Christ where victory will always be there because when you there, doubt starts to roll away. Then you start to become what God then brought you out. We sing the song. We say it. He said he brought me out of darkness into his marvelous light. But if you got the marvelous light, then these things to start dissipating from your life and faith should start to permeate and you should walk in what God that called you to walk in. He said, do not be afraid because I have overcome all things and what I overcome, I have placed in you. Death has no power. Haiti have no power. The devil have no power. The people have no power. The preachers have no power. The angels have no power. He said, in you is power. But we can't let fear. John sat there. Yeah. And he would say, don't be afraid. Because I'm here. Yeah. We say, when two or three are gathered, I'm in the midst. Right. When I see two or three, then we should stand up boldly and let our light shine. He said, don't you put a lampshade on what I intend you to do. He said, take it off and let my light shine. Let the world know that darkness is no longer a part of you. Darkness is no longer going to dominate you because I'm going to let my light shine. We got all kind of folk. See, they come to the church and they sit around in the world today and they sit in tragedy of darkness. Where did I come from? What's my real purpose of being on earth? What's my ultimate destiny? Well, I got news for you. Long as you keep looking for it, in the darkness of the world, you'll never get your answers. But when you open up the light of the world, and let him come into your life. Then he starts to reveal to you what you were here for, what you're here to do, and where you're going. I'm so glad that God then showed me where I'm going, that I don't have to worry about darkness overcoming me anymore. Matter of fact, he says, can you do this in your life? Can you quit letting darkness try to overcome you? Because it's going to try to get you every day. He said, can you walk in the light? Can you talk in the light? Can you be a part of the light? He said, everywhere you walk, there will be light shining on you. If you got the faith to trust in me, he says, light will always shine your way into the direction. You don't have to wonder how to get there. Because you're going to be able to see that my light is going to shine on me. He said, you are my church. You are my lamp. I've got you in my left hand. And all you've got to do is go into this lost and dying world and say, Jesus is the light of the world. He that came to give you hope. Can you have me? Can you feel any? Can you have me? Oh, my God.
rather based on human merit. And just like the sun, it graciously shines every day. He said the light of the world comes powerfully like the sun and it brings light, love, and hope and beauty to the world. Christ came to dwell in the spiritual death and bring darkness into eternal life. That's why he said in John, 1 John 5, 1 and 12, he said light is found in him and him alone. As the light of the world comes, he said, I will reveal it, but I'm not just going to reveal it. I'm going to reveal it abundantly so that all can have. I'm so glad that we got a life that we can live full of God and full of his ways. But the church got to know who they are. How many of you can say that I'm beautifully constructed? Oh, I may be a little overweight. I may not look so attractive. But deep down inside, I'm beautifully constructed. I'm a white saying that you can place inside your house that I can respond to Jesus if I'm beautifully constructed. I'm this. I want you to make sure you hear this. 
Jesus didn't say, you are a light of the world. He said, you are the light of the world. And when we understand who we truly are, we don't have to try to hide what we are. But see, the world wants you to hide it. Because if you stand up the way Jesus stands up, you don't want to go through nothing. See, we're afraid to let our light shine. We're afraid to walk in faith. We're afraid to trust God. We're afraid to be a duplication of who he said we are. We're afraid to walk in the construction of what he done put in our hearts and our minds. We're afraid to let humility be our guide. We're afraid to bow down and let somebody think they have in their way. Because God said, won't you just trust in me? Because let our worship shine. We should let our work shine. We should let our ministry shine. You know what's a beautiful thing? I love it when I can find a brother and sister in Christ that's willing to worship God in the midst of darkness. I love to find brothers and sisters in Christ when we're sitting on the street corner and we just give God praise going in the world and mad at it. I love finding brothers and sisters in Christ that when we be walking down the hall, we can stop and say thank you, Jesus. I love finding brothers and sisters in Christ that is ready to just pray right when we need to pray. I don't care who's looking at me. I don't care what they think. I'm going to give God the praise. I love walking with brothers and sisters in Christ. They want to let their light shine and say I'm a child of the living God.
can't drum it up and you can't buy it nowhere. The only way to get that is confess with your mouth that believe that Jesus is Lord of your house and let him in. And once he get in, he gonna let it shine. He gonna let you shine once he get in. The doors of the church is open. Is there anyone right now that's ready to allow Jesus in their heart and into their mind? Let God have his way in your life. He's saying, I'm here. I'm here right now. I'm here to bring life.